वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ फ्यूचर ऑफ डेटा न्यूज कास्ट दिस इज वीक थर्टी फाइव एंड वी हैव समथिंग फन दिस वीक एज वेल फ्रॉम थाउ हे मरिया हाउ आर यू ह्यूस्टन Stay, stay yes. dry, guys and gals. I think this is uh, you are in our thoughts. So I know it has been um, a terrible uh, tragedy, and and uh, we have we have put some 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 charity there, and I'll put a link with this podcast to anyone who's listening, if they can pitch in and help out. Um, so there has been a terrible um, uh, storm going on. I think they're hitting the second tropical level, Harvey now. and even to yeah. our friends in mumbai uh, in india they have seen some devastating flood as well so to people there uh, stay warm and dry and uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you and we hope the city these cities are very uh, uh, strong so i hope these cities recover so with that let's resume the podcast so maria back to back to our summer so how are things at onrole Yeah, things are really great. We're having lots of events and uh school is starting back up soon. So, um we have lots of uh interesting um projects and things going on that the students are involved in. Nice, nice. So, and um we also have lots of startups here, so there's um lots of opportunity for anyone in the data space. <laughs> oh, yes. Really growing. It's it's, it's Yes, it is. It is growing. I think it's, and 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 I think nowadays uh, I'm fascinated with the conversation now because I think couple of years back it was hey big data, big data. How to what is big data? How to get big data? Three Vs, four Vs, twelve Vs. Like it was all around that, and now it's all machine learning. So it's mm-hmm. the, the, the conversation has really matured um, in couple of years, and it's it's fascinating to see sort of like people who have no uh, exposure to big data. now they are worried about machine learning so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it's an exciting time from a technology point of view so whoever is involved i think we are having a ball here i i hope this this dream never ends for all of us <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah and there, you know some of those things we can see in um the articles that were that tau pulls up right. about um you know what was predictive a couple of years ago and then what is now like having the most um impact in the data space so i think it's really interesting that we yeah. have that tile that pull up those i i know it's 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 fascinating and um this week's newsletter so what do you think what's your what's your high level thoughts um on the themes yeah i yeah this one was i think you know in the past we've had a couple articles that would come up and have the same kind of theme like the cybersecurity and what not and this one i think it was uh very much um diverse i like that there was uh, some infographics that were brought up some articles some vi- uh, videos and tutorials so it was kind of i feel like it was m- more diverse 
I I think I agree with you. I I thought maybe Tao is having a flu when I when I saw this news later. <laughs> so I said, what the hell is this? Like it's it's all over the place. But it's I think it's still some exciting bits. Um, and and um, I I definitely appreciate. The cool thing that I love about these newsletters, I think you got to learn a lot of things. I, I, many times, like in every newsletter, we get about five to six things which we have no clue on what the hell is going on. And we end up going, <laughs> yeah. digging and, and sort of uh, picking it out. And it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating to sort of see such a lively piece of uh, newsletter. So anyways, I, I'm harping my own sort of. Our, we are biased, so I don't know whether it, this counts. <laughs> this excitement counts. Maybe it's not. We'll resume after a short break. This part of the program is sponsored by Jobfair at Tao.ai. To learn more, go to Jobfair, that's J-O-B-F-A-I-R dot T-A-O dot A-I. A fastest AI-driven way to help you find your next job. Do check them out. Let's get back to the podcast. So now... Well, do we start with the cover? <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, so, so why, don't, why don't you uh, take a stab at it? Yeah, so we have... Um, I think it's another Dilbert comic, right? Yes. And um, uh, the, the cartoon is called Trust the Data. And he's asking, you know, I need some data from an unreachable guy named Ed. And what should I do? And um, I don't know if the little pup has a name, Dogbird. but he says, just make it up like everyone else does. And then he's like, what, everybody else does that? And he um, responds with, well, are you doubting my data? And so it's a, <laughs> I, I, it's I a love, funny. I love Dogbird. I think such a such a smart character they have created yeah Besides, <laughs> a wise crack here and there all the time he, he's very sharp <laughs> I, I agree so i think this is this is uh, uh putting a, a stab at um creating biases with data or or, or, or yeah. maybe maybe authenticity with data right so which data is authentic or not because when you have uh, too much stuff going around we ha- we tend to see data with uh, no with either biases in place that's again it's as good as the modeler right who 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 sort of researched on the data or it's just made mm-hmm. up so it's very difficult to get an authentic so i remember like um, i was discussing this with state of massachusetts a, a, a couple of uh, i get um, years back on uh, one of the discussion was what are some of the credible places to find data sources and you must be hearing that maria i think uh, a lot you have worked with city right so yes yes a lot of data everywhere can we have a central archive where we can have all this data and you have worked on that project with city as well so you you want to share a quick quickly what that was yeah centralizing the data and having it um uh, well, just even as this comic opened up with, you know, I need to get some data from an unreachable guy named Ed, like, you know, it's um, almost kind of science fiction, almost kind of like, <laughs> you know, minority report, like, you know, secret or matrix underground. I mean, but it kind of gets like that because everyone wants to keep their data safe and they want to protect the data. And, you know, there aren't very, um, there isn't a lot of security, with especially with public data. So, 
um, you know, we do see that kind of like protection over the data and had kind of a little secrecy and we are trying to break those barriers so that there can be more trust and the conversation with that data can be more useful because it's all centralized. Interesting. So, uh, it's in a process. It's in process. <laughs> <laughs> Work in progress. Um, yeah. So, so beautiful. So now let's get into the, the next analytics week bites and to our audience. Uh, these are the blogs that Analytics Week that are posted on Analytics Week by some authors or by our curated curation engine. So it's it's either of those guys. So today's the first write up is um, it's an infographic, and I think this is. Yeah. I don't know if if I've seen an infographic in this newsletter before. Have you seen that, Maria? Do you remember? No, I, I think that we had one, but I like that it comes up sometimes because right. some of the information there is really. Um, you know, condensed and, and presented concisely. You know, this one is about um, really thinking about the customer and using the, having that in mind when you're in the beginning processes of, of right. working and, with and, and customer so. experience is one of the savviest domain uh, that, that understands data and understand human behavior. Like I, I am fascinated by what customer experience folks do. Like they are the, on the cutting edge of technologies all the time. They always uh, have a role to understand their customers from either their, their transactions or their relationship with brand. Such a complicated um, task to perform and such a beautiful place to actually utilize data. Cause not like many people don't even say or Many like we have heard um, beautiful stories on brands predicting what you want to buy, even when you don't want to buy, right? So mm -hmm. this is the place, and I think um, this infographic is again, as you rightly said, it's 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 refreshing to see everything condensed uh, or a lot of years of research condensed into a very simple looking infographic, and this is one of those um, infographic on state of customer service. And that's again one of the one of the verticals of customer experiences, customer service, and it just it just talk about bunch of stats uh, that we need to monitor, bunch of processes that are out there, very quick and snappy, thirty second read to know what what's going on. It's fascinating. Yeah, and I think I you know I agree with you that um, that feedback loop that having the pulse on your audience and what they need and speaking to them from that way of helping them is something that's really important no matter what business or silo and that it, it entrepreneurs that are you, you know trying to um, get their footing is something that they can also use and refer to as things that they should keep in mind you know right. when when trying to cultivate that audience that's true that's true and 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 I rightly said, I think let's let's go to the next one. So, how Google does prototyping? What what are your thoughts on that? Well, I thought this was a really great. Uh, it's only eight minutes of video, uh, but Tom Chi, I was um, someone who started in the beginning of innovation with Google and projects like he says that were science fiction. They haven't even, you know, had anything to develop these concepts yet, and they are just in there trying to figure out ways to prototype and he comes with really quick eight minutes of just um, getting you I think in that doing mindset because you can 
you can think and you can think for a long time and you can not get things done. And I think that this video really helps with uh, showing how you don't really need to have too much to just get started. Right. No, I, I rightly said, Maria. I think what what I what I loved about um, this this video was, um, as you rightly said, that many times when we hear about people, right? So uh, any startups in data science space, and when we talk to them, hey, I'm working on this phenomena, and I'm I'm sort of munching and and trying to fixing uh, fixing my logic. It will take me next four five months. I practice, and then once I'm ready, I'll go out. This is a perfect mm -hmm. video for those folks, right? Because many times mm -hmm. we over prepare. That's our tendency. Like we, we are some of, many times we are the worst doubters of our, of our capabilities. So from that perspective, I think this gives you um, a, a perspective on how you can just for as complex thing as Google Glass, you can just quickly prototype something really rapidly and just at least get the experience out. So there's because I think it's almost like opening a can of worms, right? So every time you pick it up, you see more and more issues. It's important to get to the next stage faster rather than just keep brushing the first stage and just never leaving there. So this is, I think, um, one of the one of the best example. And and I think why I love why why um, Tao puts it in in the newsletter primarily is um, in data science we have the same problem. Like we have. I'm I'm working on this model, and many times I have seen personally overfitting uh, a, a model is more known than underfitting, right? So people are, hey, I'm working on this, I'm testing this, I'm testing this, and it just never leaves the shop. And it's 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 sad to see like many of such a beautiful innovation that could have been out there are stuck and dying uh, on on their test beds still. Yeah, really, people have really great ideas, and that's another great point that he uh, br brings around his presentation at the end is that, you know, anyone can take their interest and apply these models and find something innovative because there's just so much to discover, and um, there's so much knowledge out there that we don't know, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I love the encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. This is like, as you rightly said, it's quick eight minutes of uh, encouragement. I think this is beautiful. Uh, and gets you out. So uh, definitely a, a, a must watch for everyone. So the next one, Digital Marketing 2.0, Rise of the Predictive Analytics uh, Thoughts. Okay, so this is one of those articles that uh, we were kind of touching on in the beginning um, that I feel like um, when you look at what it was in 2015, I think this was written. Yeah, so in 2015, there was a notion to go towards like machine learning, towards natural language processing, um, the memory analytics and the internet of things. And I think, you know, we're kind of there. So it's been two years later, and these are the areas that, um, whether it be healthcare or finance or, um, you know, even psychology and manufacturing, these are important aspects and tools now that are kind of like, if you're not incorporating them in part of your solution or in part of um, getting to the next level, then you're a little behind. And, and I think really, and, and you have raised a very interesting point. And I think this is something that pro possibly users could take away. So marketing analytics in two years, two years ago is th was thinking about 
predictive analytics data and memory in sql and if you look at uh, the current trends in um, insurance tech or insure tech you can call it you can say in um, retail and or you can talk talk about pharmaceuticals you are seeing the similar articles as the cutting mm-hmm. edge right so mm-hmm. so now it gives you one of the one of the cool ideas and i think i have always been fan of this thought that maybe a, a vertical that's not directly yours your vertical but some other business branch could be way ahead in its in its game and had you see what's going on in the, on on digital marketing today would give you what would say a, a, an insurtech or fintech or these industries would see probably in one or two years right so this will give you so mm-hmm. what's hot here in marketing now maybe hot tomorrow so you can start early so that's why i think you can get a lot of interesting insights and ideas if you look at some of these industry leading uh, business branches and and get a lot of fascinating use cases and 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 try to connect it to your ones and you would be the thought leader that's like fastest way to be the thought leader in your industry what do you think <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's a cheat sheet take it away right so Yeah. Um and you are well, welcome we bot- so our time, audience. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's get to the news bites. Uh it's the next section and news bite is about news articles that uh how finds on the web around um the topics of machine learning, AI, analytics, data and all that. And then we again we leave it we leave it to Tao to do its own search and and come back with whatever that's why sometimes we see a distinct flavor and and it's think it's, it's maria and we just pretty much hold this newsletter and try to make sense out of it what's tau thinking but eventually um it's the autonomy is on tau's end what it picks but this one are the so three fascinating news write ups microsoft brings iot to the edge by business insider under iot What do you think, Maria? We'll resume after a short break. This part of the program is sponsored by Jobfair at Tau.ai. To learn more, go to Jobfair. That's J-O-B-F-A-I-R. dot T-A-O. dot A-I. A fastest AI-driven way to help you find your next job. Do check them out. Let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, so this is a great example of what we were just talking about, right? 2 years ago that they were predicting these kind of advancements and here is, you know, a great uh, article that shows the rapid amount of impact that some of these companies are using these things for. Um so I think that uh as far as like you know, research when you're researching or if you're starting up or these are all great examples to show what you would have to deal with in your current markets you know so as i think is a good this is a good uh, case study here for the article Ooh, that uh, we were just i agree about. i think i agree with you and and uh, again um shout out to our, fa- our friends at microsoft i think azure they are doing fascinating job uh in carving mm-hmm. out their niche because i think they are slightly late in the party when it comes to cloud platform but now they are actually picking up the right uh, nodes and building up right partnerships pretty rapidly so i think 
very smart folks doing some smart things um, in in Azure Group. So IoT, um, it's it's like if you're in IoT space, there are not many not many um, custom solutions that are available to you that you can do to deploy. And Microsoft is putting considerable resources to helping out um, uh, the edge of the IoT or making the IoT smart and then connecting them to through Azure and 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 like making an impact uh, quickly for for an IoT industry or community folks. So I think that's definitely a a pretty cool um, area to explore. And and I think we need heavyweights like Microsoft or Amazon or or um, any of the cloud storage platforms out there, vendors, to help out, jump out quickly and support because IoT is going to be huge. It's going to be the data exhaust, right? That's so. If 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 you think about, if you're stressing out about data, the majority of that stress is coming from IoT, right? So, and and if one of these heavyweights jump in, in the IoT space quickly, we can we can get a we can get a lot done a lot quick quickly than than in 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 in, 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 in any other way so definitely very uplifting article uh, for the iot folks and then the uh, microsoft and azure have some great community so they do user groups and they have events and so um, they have a really great community that's online and in person i'm sure well, and, and well and, in, here here in this city so i'm sure in other cities as well that they're um they're meeting like this and and basically, I remember like two years back, there was not so we personally do never heard about Azure in our business conversations. Nowadays, mm -hmm. it's almost part of every enterprise conversation. Or some other the, hey, they are either testing Azure because they already market Microsoft already have a good market share for the enterprise world, right? So it's fascinating to see how they they spin that in a, in a in, in a right direction to really capture a broader market. So uh, kudos to their ability um, to create this, this this sort of niche markets and, and addressing that and helping create a bigger use case there. So beautiful. So uh, Cisco boost for cybersecurity skills shortage in um, South Africa. So I think this is a this is a repeat. So I, I, I've seen this article. Um, it's I think it's, it's primarily focused on uh, how you can educate, uh, how you can solve your own sort of uh, talent woos by contributing to the marketplace, right? So by by basically preparing preparing more training centers or, or empowering more training centers and, and outlets out there to create the awareness of talent that you would be needing. And that's, I think, many times, um, as, as we, were, we were discussing very last time, that many times people... Um, think of it as hey it's only for recruiting but if you prepare someone they may end up joining some other company and and then they may right so it's just creating awareness even it so it will also help your business development so and i think cisco has been pioneer in and, and even ibm and many of these platforms in creating awareness rapidly so that they can they can create a good healthy ecosystem in which there's a place for these big brands as well as um, they, cre they create small ecosystems that might emerge on their own because of because of their effort. So, beautiful strategy. Do you have anything to add, Maria, on this? No, no, I agree. That's just great. You know, it's it's the community coming together and doing things they haven't done before. So, and through the 
education that is provided it's it's really great <laughs> yes yes and next one is interesting so it's it's about sales analytics so this is how this startup bet big on instagram and won um yeah so this is uh, so thoughts maria so this article brings out a lot about the millennials and taking them into consideration and their habits because they're different than the you know past um behaviors of, of consumers so i think it's really important that um when we're talking about the audience and we're talking about those that we're speaking to and our customers like the infographic from before we remember that um they change you know with the media and the the, the digital social media that's that's available it really changes things um as far as like the demographics and so forth the age doesn't matter as much anymore online so there's like little nuances that i think are really um important to gain from the way that we relate through the social media and i and this kind of brings that up true i think that's yeah that's rightly said and um what i find fascinating about this is influencer marketing and i think for every um branding enthusiast i think this is this is one of the way um it actually what i loved about this article was that um how like how, where the sales is shifting now like earlier we used to know that we used to see ads uh on tv by film stars rock stars and all that right so we used to appreciate yeah. those now it's just the matter of businesses finding you and me folks like very ordinary folks doing ordinary stuff with a passion and and understanding their influence and then using that influence to sort of uh piggyback on 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 what we know and then from there on creating some impact and i think that's that's a fascinating um, uh, area to see where analytics is is heading in this direct. like this is marketing done right in a way right because i think um, i i was reading a book on tribal leadership and it was talking about hey the fastest way to to grow um, is finding tribes and 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 basically mm-hmm. and influencing their tribe leaders because if the tribe leaders are sold they'll talk about you within the tribe and the entire tribe probably will 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 get sold so they were talking about various aspect of how you can sort of uh, find the tribe leaders and find the tribe's passion and then and then connect and all that that and that's kind like, of what's happening now with social media right because yeah, you have so, individual folks that have millions of followers they're not um tv movie you know celebrity news famous but they have that kind of tribe right, right. and so it's, i think it's a, that's that's fascinating um so uh, i'm 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 still um so it's it's interesting and it's definitely an interesting interesting space because i think one thing that that um, definitely have changed since 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 the um the birth of internet is now there a lot more tribes out there um that each individual is part of lot more tribes than they used to and before right so earlier i used to be just in my village and my my village leader used to sort of do whatever they do nowadays i'm part of lot of villages right so whether it's whether it's my ethnic uh, ethnic communities whether it's my academic communities whether it's my um, local geoloco communities and in social media i'm part of all these things and somewhere i'm better somewhere i'm not so if businesses find where i'm better and use that all powers to them i think definitely yeah, as as long as the leaders are, are leaders and the com- tribes are 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 appreciated 
uh, for the reach. And I think this is one of the fascinating use case of what analytics could do. One of the use case. And if, if and even like if you are in say, um, if you are in enterprise sales, or if you are in sort of other, you you can take a lot of learning from from sort of because you also have your own tribe to feed and and take care of, right? So, from that perspective, this is this beautiful. So okay, so now let's go to the featured course and featured courses again. Uh, Tao digging out for interesting courses, hopefully free. We have not seen any paid course yet, so we don't know what's going on. It's good, uh, and it's finding all good, um, good rated courses. I'm still not sure because in so this one is a this one is a statistical thinking and data analysis course, and I'm not sure how Tao is figuring out whether it's a good course or a bad course. Besides the point, it's MIT. So yeah, the, I don't know. Because there is no rating system out there. Like maybe it's asking Google and it's relying on Google. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I think I noticed that uh, we had a couple Python tutorials, but mostly has been some R. Like this one's an R. Uses R. Um, you know, so I think there's some diversity in the tools too. But I wonder if it's um, based off of, you know, the tools or the programming languages. Right. Yeah. I know, like it's a, it's but but definitely a good a great course. I think it's it is that statistics one hundred one with data science one hundred one. I think this is beautiful. It 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 covers um, probability to hypothesis testing to variance testing. It's this is beautiful. Like this is like it's yeah. the fastest way to learn right. what's what the hell is going on. Yeah, what do good you handle on the basics. Yeah. So that is a keeper. So let's uh, definitely do do check it out. And now let's get to the featured read. What do you think, Maria? Okay, yes, this book. So I think a while back we talked about another book from this author that was called Black Swan. It's called Black Swan or? It's, it, yeah, it was Black Swan. Something similar, right? And I think that this is in tandem with that other one. Right. Right. And I think this is, so this, this um, gives an insight to the author. Uh, it's like inside of the author's thinking. So Naseem Taleb, um, a fascinating investor turned philosopher. Uh, and I think why, so when, when I, when I, when I saw this book on this, um, uh, on this newsletter, I was thinking, why Tao has picked this on a statistics um, or data analytics domain? But I think one thing that I I, I really got ex uh, excited about is the philosophy of design, right? The philosophy of the at least the thinking is something that we can utilize. And I and I read this book I think about about a year and a half back. I remember. I, I remember it is a fascinated because it quickly I go, I can find the dots that why it's relevant now because um, do you want to discuss Maria what this book is about or or you want yeah yes yeah I think it's really um, you know it points to a lot of things that um, that need more investigation so you know please go forward <laughs> right so it's basically 
I think the the core philosophy is very simple of what this book is saying, and uh, let me give it quickly a bit away. So, it still won't take out the entire juice of why you should read this book. I think, but it gives you the concept what the hell is what the hell is going on. So, the argument that the that Nasim is is throwing in this book is there's something called fragile, and what is fragile? So, if if you shake it, it gets broken. It's fragile, and when we say what's opposite to fragile, you say robust, right? So, robust is something. you shake nothing nothing breaks right but if you if you think from from a statistical point of view they are not really polar so what would be polar to something if you shake something breaks is when you shake it gets it gets stronger right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it's saying that when we say and fragile's opposite is robust robust is a neutral state you did whatever there's no nothing out as an outcome so what he was suggesting what he's suggesting is there's something called anti fragile so if you shake something it should get stronger right so the the point and 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 basically it's it's pointing towards some feedback mechanism and i think i we we do see some of this occurrences in our statistical models right so if we are um taking into account the outcome output and we feed feedback into the system if we have a feedback systems in place we actually can take the noise and and adjust the model so if we if we start seeing a lot of noise emerging because of change in change in the behavior of data or change in the behavior of sensor that's getting us this data and we fed it back to the system say okay if it happens that many times consider it a signal not a noise and it just get added to the to the signal so in that zone we are in a way indirectly doing the same thing so we are actually making our model stronger in case in case of change and i think in even in nasim talib's uh, uh, theory of black swan was this we're relying so much on, on technology around nowadays that we might not see the areas where sort of something fails that might cause a bigger impact because we are not focusing on those areas so this mm-hmm. actually as maria rightly pointed out it's it segue into that philosophy saying okay why don't you make whatever you have anti fragile so that you you appreciate and you pre assume there's going to be a hiccup and there's there's a container to to sort of contain that hiccup and then adjust the model so you can quickly recover if if in case you see something that is something goofy going around or some pattern or some anomaly that you see so the the thought is beautiful right so the thought is that's i think it's it's a good philosophical thought that statistician could learn from and i think why and maria we were discussing about whether um, this is a right this, uh, whether it's a right move to add this book into the newsletter uh, when tau put it in but i think uh, we were discussing about it that why um, it's it it's it's it, like we we do see these things in our statistical life right so we do see some of the model appreciating anti fragile phenomena we just don't know what to call it Uh, mm-hmm. or if we should call it that way. but but it it points to a very good psyche that a modeler or designer or, or algo designer or a coder or developer should keep in mind when they design a system that they should make they, they need to make it anti they don't have to make a robust system you have to make an anti fragile system so it, you should appreciate mm-hmm. the fragility and, and and how to respond to that what do you think yeah i agree it's just like being more aware you know and mindful of that which is unknown and um 
trying to make sense of it. So I, 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 I dig this perspective. <laughs> we'll resume after a short break. This part of the program is sponsored by Jobfair at Tao.ai. To learn more, go to Jobfair. That's J-O-B-F-A-I-R. dot T-A-O. dot A-I. A fastest AI-driven way to help you find your next job. Do check them out. Let's get back to the podcast. I heard the word mindful, so I think we are going in a in a yoga session somewhere, or maybe I don't know, it's like karma session or something. Well, I just made more attention, paying more attention. I know being, it's beautiful. But... It's it's it's. I <laughs> I think th- this is the ex- this is the example of how philosophy and science are so related, right? So yeah, like philosophy gives us like uh, the thinking points. And science just go go uh, work on this hypothesis, saying, "Hey, this is right or wrong, whatever the, the thing is, right?" So beautiful. Again, beautiful book. Do check it out. Um, it, if nothing, it gives you that perspective that will make you a beautiful modeler or a great data scientist, right? It will. It mm-hmm. will have. It will save your company from debacle one day. It will save your company from black swans. So definitely mm-hmm. a very good um, book. Book there. Yeah, it's a whole different, like a whole elevation on being prepared. I right. think that you know, and that it also can um, deal with some of those biases when you have coming when you're coming from um, this kind of way of thinking. Right. So now gets to the tips and tricks of the week. Uh, grow at the speed of collaboration. What do you think? Yes, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, something I feel like I have to repeat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, everyone wants to get things done, and things take time, you know. And then you have to have checks and balances so that you're making sure, like we said, the biases and that uh, we're aware of all of the pitfalls and obstacles, and strong enough to go through them in in the time frame. But um, if we collaborate and have better communication. I feel like those processes are so much smoother. I rightly said, Maria. I think why, when 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 I saw this, I said, "Hey, why the hell am I seeing it again?" But uh, as you rightly, we hear it so many times. I thought we have seen it again. Like it's it it was never discussed in the, in the in the newsletter before. It's just because that we hear it a lot, and 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 yeah. why it's so cool and critical nowadays. Because I think one of the one of the key things that um, I'm sure you must agree, and 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 so was so does our 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 listeners, that it's difficult to sell someone the idea of data science, right? So it's difficult to sell them a solution. So who are you? What are you thinking? What's going on in your mind? I'm if I'm a gut feeling com- gut feel based decision maker, it is a nightmare to convince me that data probably could help. Because I think. All I can see is if 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 I if you ask data, it would just say people want faster horses, right? So we we would have never um, gone into this direction of car cars, right? That's not what data right. discover. So now when you have those conversations, <laughs> it's difficult to sell the idea of data, and then and then obviously we we know um, even the data is hackable, as Mr. Dilbert just. Briefly told us, right? It's we don't know what is real, what's not real. If we can rely on a data, and then if there's no intuition in it, data is data tend to be biased uh, towards the system that, and systems are biased 
with the designer so it it's it just there's a lot of hoopla going around that sells in a different direction of uh, if we should pursue a data science project or not having done collaboration this creates the culture so the the biggest problem that we are seeing uh with with our clients with our interactions with with businesses that we talk to is the selling is hard selling is hard with this thought of right so what if something could go wrong and we have no what if something we should not know and we are knowing so there are a lot of conversation we we get into those conversations um and collaboration start gets this culture going and once the culture is in selling is easy because almost everyone is has already talked about this thing before so you you save on your energy and effort to sell this idea so it's although it is always and and maria you must have seen the same thing people put it at the last to fix the culture they say okay let me put mm-hmm. let me solve this problem first and show them the value and then keep doing that and then probably one day if i have the budget i can fix the culture but i think mm-hmm. it's it's paramount that um, you should start to fix or at least influence the culture as early as possible what do you think oh totally agree that that um you know paying attention to the culture will eliminate a lot of smaller problems that will have hang ups if you want to care about speed <laughs> right right <laughs> yes so again good tip uh, good tip so fix the culture um grow at the speed of collaboration and definitely you get a lot of interesting perspectives um for a model you will be out of your bubble uh if you if you bring outside parties in so collaboration is always healthy so whenever you get a chance to collaborate always the answer to check check is yes never <laughs> never no or maybe and never all <laughs> yeah. of the above too it's that's risky too so um now let's talk about uh q and a what is the life cycle yeah. of data science project this is a yeah, long, a long read for our audience yeah a long read but um it also has numbers so you can quickly kind of go through and see but i think all these pieces are really important and it's important to know like have a bird's eye view kind of just a a, mo- a map you know right of the so, process so basically to to compile it into a shorter pitch it's seven simple steps acquire data prepare it model it evaluate it deploy it maintain it and then optimize it and and i think um, that's that's in a shot so you you acquire whatever you have then you prepare it in a form that you can do something on it then you write a model to see if you can find some insight out of this and then you evaluate what is going on and then once you're happy with the test you say okay let me deploy it and see how how things work and then you maintain it you just you calibrate it cross calibrate it overfit it under like you fit it as as needed and then you optimize it the experience as as you go that's a data science project it's a typical maturity project by the way so you can you can you can call it a five five stage you can call it seven stage in this particular example it's done in seven stages and by the way in no um order like these seven steps could be in parallel in vertical like it's uh, in series it just depend like many places uh, modeling and evaluation and optimization are closer together and then deploy and maintain going on so it just it depending on your organization 
and your data collection speed and um, frequency and and sort of very vari uh, variance you change you change these seven but they're just they're just the mix of these seven what makes a life cycle what do you think maria yeah i think this is um something you know just to have as like a roadmap so you, you can definitely move through any process if you are looking at whether it's um you know the business side or the data science side but uh they have the same kind of component so you can keep track of of the process nice nice so that concludes our life left side so now let's go to the site uh side panel yeah. of the newsletter what do you think about the video of the week maria yeah so we had a great talk here a uh, video by judah phillips right and shout out to this this talk he's really pushing forward you know, our expectations and standards. And so um, I found it really informative. Yeah, so I think it's, so one thing that, that was that was fascinating about this pitch. So I remember I was, uh, when we, we organized his talk uh, in one of our conference or unconference in Boston, we had some of the MBA students sitting in the crowd. And many of us uh -huh. were saying that, hey, this is like the entire MBA in marketing in one hour. So yeah, <laughs> it was it was loaded. It was a uh, lot of keywords jumbled together, sandwiched in a very comfortable way. And and I think this is, if you again, if you have not done MBA in marketing and you want to do this is one this is a one hour MBA uh, in marketing. Um, so definitely, Judah is a very renowned guy um, in marketing analytics. He had published bunch of books. Uh, very respected author and and speaker so and, and a great friend I think and we he had been um, we had been conversing a, uh, a lot lately um, since 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 uh, I got I got to know him very very knowledgeable guy he has yeah so definitely check out his video and this is the fastest way to learn what CMOs like should think and how they should think mm-hmm and he talks about like really all the pieces, you know, like finding your audience and paying attention to the customer service and or customer um, feedback and and that um, user experience. He also talks about making a team and he talks about analytics and um, you know he I think he really brings a brings to light a lot of the pieces that are fundamental. Right, right. So again, beautiful video. So quote of the week, he uses statistics as a drunken man uses lamppost for support rather than for illumination <laughs> from Andrew Lang. Wow. So that's a, that's a, that's a very loaded statement. Yeah. What do you think Maria? Um, so I get the idea, like, you know, the analytics, the, or the statistics is the support and the backbone and kind of um, we have different ways of calling data science and, you know, these maturing silos that are coming out with their um, own titles and so forth, you know, but I think that the statistics is really in the core, right? And so right. I, I, I kind of, that's what I, what I get from it is that, you know, 
the statistics is really some of the foundation of creating the support for um, you know any insight or any argument. Well said. Or proof. Well said. So yeah. that's awesome. So now let's let's talk about the podcast of the week. So Sean Naismith from Innova Decisions. Um, what do you think, Maria? Yeah, so this one, I thought he brought a lot of perspective. It was, um, you know, a good, good conversation that you had with him here on, um, you know, what they're doing over there and how their approach is. So it was very insightful to see, like, the diversity, you know, and right. w- when you have these conversations with these folks. So. Well, it's, it's, it's exciting, I think, um, um, to our audience. This has... This is the most viewed podcast um, ah. in, in, our, <laughs> in, our, in our arsenals. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. So people, people love his talk. So definitely very knowledgeable, very smart guy. And we discussed about his journey and, and uh, what Innova, Innova does and how sort of he fits into the Innova ecosystem and all that. And again, so he gives a very practitioner's point of view. And, and typically, so in this podcast, so we do this newsletter and then we try to bring leaders to talk about how leaders think and we talk, we bring the practitioners. Leaders give us that perspective of the strategy, how the lead, how leaders think, how businesses think, how we should think, what are some of the challenges, right? And and practitioners give us that that agility of, of uh, tactical things that we could do. These guys are doing, they're making an impact right now here without um, too much respect for um, strat or, or uh, culture. So they are they are the real change makers, right? And leaders are pretty much they are the visionaries on of that change. So we we try to bring all these thoughts together in this podcast. So Sean clearly fits into the the practitioner side of things. So he was again very, and um, I also had a conversation with uh, Joe uh, from from Innova, and he gave a beautiful insight on the the perspective of how leaders think and by the way that's the second most viewed podcast in our arsenal so mm. it's 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 funny i think the, it's, it's it's so you know why uh definitely there's something going on there so well i think they just give a lot of um you know how to deal with the competitive environment and they still right. have you know they're driven and they you know have that, that teamwork there so they have a lot of pieces that are running right no i think it's it's fascinating so uh, yeah, so check him, check the podcast out. Uh, it, it it will be good use of your time. Uh, we got to see a practitioner's point of view, or running a consulting, and building a product in the consulting, and then selling that. So what what does it take in that thinking? So the, it's a very quick short route to uh, a practitioner uh, doing some things in a in a service environment. So now let's talk about fact of the week. Within 50 years, there'll be there'll be over 50 billion smart connected devices in the world, all developed and collected. I think we are seeing this again, and and I yeah. don't think so. We have to we have to say anything on this. Fifty billion. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, this one's a repeat. When is a trillion coming? I'm I'm already. It's already too like really. <laughs> we just so now fifty like billion is maybe the million uh, is the new million. It's like yeah, all the no, it's 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 crazy. I was looking at YouTube. The videos which have reached like three billion. I remember like a couple of months back, YouTube was crying, "Hey, we don't have an algorithm to to show one billion." Yeah, 
now their <laughs> videos in couple of months just went to 3 billion 3 and half 4 billion marks wow so, yeah i think billion is no more uh, it's 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 turning out to be a million now so anyhow that brings us to the end of the news cast and before you run away <laughs> we have something fun to discuss so first friday fair maria that's going good so to our audience yeah. we we actually have nailed down a recipe for virtual career fair yeah it's called first friday fair it's out and All we right. will we will put a, a a very sleazy link on this newsletter we'll try to so my humble apology um up front if uh, this is not what you anticipate but it's it is it is it is supposed to help our community members find jobs we have interesting recruiters we have interesting businesses we have interesting followers who are looking for interesting work and this is one of one of the thing that we want to promote healthy hiring using artificial intelligence for hiring so if you are looking for candidates or if you are looking for work check out first friday fair link on this uh, on this newsletter and um, you can also check it out at link mathmath.im/fff first friday fair so that will get you to the to, to the place where you want to see and um, even tau is seeing some changes so now uh, it's it's a very pre uh, conversation but don't tell it to anyone it's between you and us tau is seeing some changes um, it it used to be seven page bloated long thing we are we are shrinking it to one page that is still manageable so you won't and we have gained some interesting insights some of people are actually getting some interesting conversations going and we are also increasing slightly uh, our outreach to couple of more folks so in next 3 months we we will be increasing our span to we are including other a uh, lot more people into tau like pre alpha to test so if you get an invite in within 3 months don't get panic it's you that it's it's randomly you are you're chosen so do give your contribution uh, do uh, use tau to grow your career and uh, i think we have again we have some interesting um, feedback from existing uh, users so definitely it would be it would impact your career uh, that's for sure in a positive way that's for sure so thank you so much again yeah. for watching this podcast that's exciting that's exciting <laughs> and maria and uh, maria any any parting thoughts before we head to the next newsletter Yeah, no, I think that we've got a lot that we learned from this one and we can take away a lot to start doing something with it. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, with that um bye-bye thank folks you so much. and thank you so much. See you on the week 37. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I just I just uh, I thought I was sick of home but actually I was homesick never really knew that I would have to grow up so quick I'm so uncomfortable don't know anybody here just a couple dudes that I met once that's it then I go into the booth feeling nervous got butterflies in my stomach like I'm so worthless is the mic gone I don't know how to work this inside I'm breaking down I hope I'm not up on a certain